This is Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. It is another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. You know, we have some amazing guests that find their way to the Speaking of Speaking podcast, and today is no exception. Amy Zweigenbaum is a transformational stress coach, creator of the Cleaver Fever Cure. We're going to find out more about what that's all about. Actually, I think that'll probably be the focus today is that. And also, she's a Reiki master and a teacher. And we're talking about one of the terms that Amy uses a lot is the term super mom. Here's the thing. Super moms need help sometimes. So that's one of the things we're going to be covering today too. Amy, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Carl. So the first thing I want to ask you is, what is a transformational stress coach? Because that seems to be a lot of your focus with what you're doing right now. Well, the problem is women have this bad habit where they've been taught since they were babies that they have to behave a certain way. And as a result of having a career, having a family, having a husband, taking care of the household, taking care of all the chores, the kids, making sure everybody's happy, and then going to work full-time. And basically what's happened because of that is their stress level has gone up and up and up and up and up. As a result, they've developed these stress-related illnesses. And the stress-related illnesses make them feel really awful all the time. And what I do is I teach them tools and techniques to lower their stress level and have a much happier life so that they can enjoy the husband and the family and the fulfilling career. What are some of these stress-related illnesses that, in your experience, these super moms are suffering from? It ranges everywhere from like something as simple as insomnia or constipation to more serious things like fibromyalgia, IBS, and even diabetes. Wow. It can get to that extreme. Well, stress is pretty much one of the number one killers. Yeah. And certainly if like any illness or disease, if left unattended, then who knows what can happen? It can be very detrimental. It definitely can. I myself had to stop working when I was 40 because of these illnesses. So I know what I'm talking about and I know how to make them better. And you have to have a happy life. So it's awful getting up in the morning and dreading it. So were you a super mom then that was coming home and being everything that you described that, you know, were expected to do the laundry and do the cooking and help the kids with the homework? Was that how it was for you? My son actually had a lot of problems growing up, but it was a lot of work and it got to the point where I just couldn't do it. Mm. I'd be working 12 hour days, 50% of the time. And during that time, my son had a nanny to help out. And that's where all my income went. On top of that, I had to take care of everything when I wasn't working because that's when the nanny got time off. So there really was no breaks in the middle. So for you, it meant filling the gaps and you're already working 12-hour days and still coming home and working. Yes. This is not 
as you've said, because this is the work that you do, this is not out of the ordinary. A lot of moms, a lot of working women, but let's boil it down a little bit more. As, you know, A lot of the moms that you work with, they're professionals, they're executives, they're people who are in high-level management, and they're working with teams, and they seem to be able to communicate well with those, but they're still not being heard the way they should be. The issue that nobody thinks of is that in the workplace, the mom knows how to delegate. Okay, she knows how to sort things out to her different team members. But when she gets home, she's been taught from the time she was a child, even a baby, that she has to do it all. I mean, the first toy that we give to our daughters are dolls. And those dolls represent looking after children, for example. Yes. And then other toys that we give them over the course of their childhood are like the easy bake oven. And I think there are a lot of guys that wish they had them too. Cause now that they bake, they're like, Oh, if I had one when I was a kid, it would have been great. But we don't know setting things up that when they're kids, that it's sort of, if I can say it this way, it's setting them up to be the super mom that does everything. Well, yeah. They get the kitchen set or the easy bake oven. There's laundry toys out there, even vacuum cleaners. I've seen them all. Shopping carts. Shopping carts. Yeah. (laughs) And what do we give our sons? We give them doctor's kits. We give them trucks and building blocks. Boys are taught that they're going to go out and they're going to have a career. They're not taught how to take care of things. I personally gave my son a doll and everyone was just horrified. Well, there was a time when boys did play with, we didn't call them dolls. We called them action figures. I think that was the difference too. They were called something different, even though they were very similar. But I know what you're saying, that we certainly have positioned it so that this is the role of the woman and we're going to position it so that every girl knows that. And that might've worked, you know, back in the forties and fifties, speaking of, you know, I want to talk about this cleaver fever cure, but back in the fifties, when people would watch leave it to beaver and be like, okay, well, that's what a mom's supposed to be. That's the perfect mom. That's not mom in 2022, which is when this podcast is being recorded. That's not a reflection of mom at all. The problem is we're still doing it. Society is still saying the girls are the super moms and the boys go out to work. The problem is in 2022, things cost a fortune and no home can live that way unless dad makes a lot of money. Okay. It's rare. Usually both parents go out and work. What I'm saying is both parents need to be a part of this. Dad can't come home, sit back in his easy chair and watch the game or watch the evening news. He needs to chip in. It's kind of like, honey, kids, you're drafted. Guess what? Yeah. You're going to start participating in this. The kids don't need the video games. It's bad for them. So how do we nip this? What is the cure or what is the way to change this? Well, it's almost a type of reprogramming in the sense that women need to learn that they're equal. They're equal to the men. They go out and work the same as the men. And the men need to learn how to take care of the household as well. If everybody chips in, mom doesn't have to be sick all the time. Mom can have some time to decompress. Mom can have some time to help herself. How many hours of spare time does mom get in a week? Well, if she can have her morning coffee, she's doing well. 
Is that right? So mom looks forward to her morning coffee because she knows that might be the only only time she gets. She gets home. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I grew up at a time when mom still was able to stay home. And luckily for me, when mom did start working again, when I was a teenager, mom and dad both chipped in. As a matter of fact, my dad made better meals sometimes than my mom. (laughs) But I mean, I came from a very progressive family where mom and dad did participate and the kids did. And I always thought that to be fairly normal. Like I learned those skills. I learned how to cook when I was 12 years old and okay, I credit mom and dad, but I also credit being, you know, in scouting that helped me with that. It sounds like that the problems that we thought were being solved are still recurring today. There's still a huge opportunity for dad and the kids to do their fair share. How do you, or what do you say to dad or what do you say to the kids to move them to helping? Well, Nobody wants a mom who's miserable, plain and simple. If mom is sick all the time, she's not going to be a lot of fun. She's going to be in pain. She's going to be sick. She's not going to want to do anything with the kids. It's much better that mom goes outside in the wintertime and has a snowball fight with the children. Right, right. It's better for her and it's better for them. My guest today is Amy Zweigenbaum. We're talking about super moms and that even super moms need help too. What should mom be doing to speak up? How does she speak up? Because mom might feel that she can't. So how can she take those steps to do that? Well, the thing is, mom feels like she can't because she's been taught this is what she's expected to do. And it's not a matter of that she doesn't know it's too much or she doesn't want to do something about it. It's just that it's part of the ingrained teaching. Some of the things I do with the super moms is I have weekly meditation classes. So they're learning how to decompress. They're learning how to have some time for themselves. And the good thing is they're recorded so they can do them more than once a week if they want. The second thing I have is monthly healings, which is literally taking away those blocks of stress that they're just choking under. Now, when I talk with the moms, when I have a session with the moms, either a group session or a one-on-one session, what I do is we talk about everything mom's got to do. We talk about the kind of things she does with her work, her work chores, and we talk about what she does with the expectations at home. And how can we make this better for mom? How can we give mom some happiness back? Because she's so exhausted. She needs to know she can put her feet up. Well, yeah. And that she has help if she is putting her feet up. One of the things I suggest is cooking is a weekend activity. The whole family gets together. They cook a whole bunch of meals, package them up, put them in the fridge, put them in the freezer. And guess what? Now the kids can make dinner for the week. They just stick it in the microwave. These are some great ideas. And again, I think that anything we can do to help mom is phenomenal because we've already established that, you know, mom's a professional woman. She's could be even a professional speaker or somebody who's running a business and out there networking, going to different events. And the reason why, you know, I wanted to make sure that we talked about this on this podcast is because Amy, I think the work you do is so important because if moms aren't able to rest, if moms are working those probably more than 16 hour days, because if I know most moms, they're not sleeping a full eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Probably not, right? Then they need that help or they're not being productive either in their workplaces, their businesses. They're not being able to put forward all the energy and efforts that they need to, to shine in their business, to 
you know, shine on the platform when they're speaking to do all of those things that they need to do professionally in order to do that. They need the help, right? Yes, they definitely need the help. But one of the things that is coming up, especially now in the time of COVID, is the kids are kind of falling apart because of the lack of socialization. Yeah. And if mom is burned out and sick, how is she going to help the kids? We need mom to be at her best so she can be at her best as being a mom, not being a servant. Right. What can you offer or what would you like to pass along to people today? I want to give you the opportunity for the moms out there or even the dads who might be listening that recognize that, hey, I need to do my part. I need to get mom some help here. What are some of the services that you provide that mom can tap into? Well, I have flex coaching packages. I've got a one-on-one package, which includes six coaching sessions, weekly meditation classes, which are recorded. You can do them as often as you want, mom. Monthly healings, once again, recorded. You can keep going through them as often as you want. And the one-on-one coaching program is $2,000 for the six sessions. And then you renew it as often as you want. During those coaching programs, we're going to delve into what's important to you into helping make your life better, make your life happier. So you can walk around with a smile on your face, knowing that you love your life. And while hubby, you want to do this because you want back the girl you married. Let's face it. If mom's exhausted, the romance is over. I also have group coaching packages, also flex, six sessions, weekly meditation classes recorded, monthly healings recorded. And with those, we discuss a different topic every week. And you go to the ones you want to go to. So a bunch of women sit down and they say, you know what? This sucks. This sucks. This sucks about this. What do we do? Okay. Well, you can try this. You can try that. And it's going to make things better. And mom, you need to have some time to laugh. Go out, have the snowball fight with the kids. Go watch a comedy. If it's summertime, get the water guns out. It's a blast. So it's really giving mom the tools to help find those times where she can be the mom she really wanted to be you know, when she started a family, basically. Exactly. And not just be the mom that's at the beck and call whenever somebody needs something. Well, we don't want mom to keep feeling like a servant and right. an unpaid servant to that. <laughs> because it's a full-time job, just doesn't come with a full-time paycheck. Exactly. At the end of the day. And if everybody's pitching in and the whole family is taking care of what the family needs, you're going to help everybody in the family, especially your kids who are now going to know how to take care of themselves, which they're going to need when they leave home. You don't want them to be adults and still dependent on you. I mean, that's not doing your job. And the kids are never going to remember if the laundry was done every week or the dishes were done, or if you vacuumed it, dusted, they're going to remember the quality time. And so are you. Wow. An amazing message today. Amy Swagenbaum, the fantastic discussion today about super moms, getting them the support they need, and also getting them to a point where they can, as you said, enjoy life because that's what it's for, for everyone. Before I let you go, though, I just want to give you the opportunity to pass on a final thought. Okay. Final thought is be well, be happy, be the goddess you were meant to be. Wow. I love that. Amy Zweigenbaum, thanks for being my guest today. Thank you very much for having me on your show, Carl. And remember, moms, especially you listening now, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. 
Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at CarlRichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 